por el lado derecho. Flota la pelota. Touchdown. El touchdown es de los Chargers. Y es Austin Eckler. Clase de pase. Y con esa recepción, Eckler llega a 18 en su carrera, rebasando al ex Charger Danny Woodhead. 14 yardas en la recepción, en el pase de Herbert. Para Austin Eckler. That was the great Adrian García Márquez and Francisco Pito. All the call for the Chargers. Running back Austin Eckler reception. That touchdown reception was huge for this offense. You can catch them for every game on the Chargers radio network. Now let's get to Compas on the Beat. Welcome to this post-game Compas on the Beat. I am Fernando Ramirez, Chargers beat writer for Sports Illustrated. With me, as always, my co-host and tag team partner, Gilbert Manzano from the Orange County Redshirt and LA Daily News. What's up, bro? What's up, Fernando? We're here still at SoFi Stadium. I think it's past midnight, so it's officially 12.30, officially Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. We started the day with some tacos, and then we had a lightning delay, weather delay for 35 minutes. And then the big, giant victory for the Chargers, 28-14 against the Las Vegas Raiders. What a great Monday night, exciting game, Fernando. We have a lot to unpack here. Yeah, I know. And and honestly, it, it all starts with, I think, uh, the defense. I, the defense held these guys to one first down in the first half. The the Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me right there, I almost, I almost but I didn't. Um, this Raiders offense was high powered coming in. Derek Carr was the leading um, was the leading yards thrower. If you if you, I mean, yeah, in, in the NFL, and he really he couldn't he 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 was pressured by the Chargers front seven. Then on top of that, they were able to kind of slow down Josh Jacobs. They only allowed forty eight rushing yards. Uh, th- this was probably one of the best performances from the defense thus far this season. I know last week they took away uh, four, uh, four. They had four turnovers tonight. They only had one, but that one was a crucial one to seal this game. Uh, Gilbert, what was your impression about the defense tonight? Yeah, it was finally the coming out party for Brandon Staley's defense. Like the first couple games was kind of an adjustment, a feel out. You gotta learn the complicated scheme. Week three, like you mentioned, Fernando, the four takeaways were big, but they still kind of gave up a lot of yards. But it was kind of more like, you know what, with Mahomes, you got to pick your poison. Now, against the number one ranked defense in the NFL going into week four, like you mentioned, Derek Passer, uh, Derek Passer, Derek Carr, the leading passer in the NFL, uh, the Chargers defense was fired up to kind of, you know, maybe not make a statement, but to show that we're better than the number 32 ranked rushing defense. And you saw it in the final stat line. The Raiders were held to, like, I think about 200 yards, total yards. They were averaging, like, well above 400 yards per game. Uh, They were held to 48 rushing yards. Derek Carr had less than 200 yards passing. And you got to maybe give credit right away to the defensive line of the Chargers. They were were down, you know, Justin Jones. You know, they kind of gave up a lot of big yards in the first couple weeks. But Joey Bosa set the tone. Kyler Facker got a sack. Uh, Jared Tillery got a sack. Uh, Christian Covington got a sack. And Joey Bosa was was not, you know, you know, he was not kind, like, you know, kind to Derek Carr. Thank you for that word, because I was trying to figure out because he went off on Derek Carr pretty much like they went on the game and the referees and the referees. Uh, Joey Bosa, if you haven't listened to that post game uh, presser, but Joey Bosa set the tempo to put pressure on Derek Carr. He said once we hit this guy a few times, put pressure on him, he's gonna fold and, and curl. I don't. He didn't say like a baby, but he he did fold and curl like he mentioned. And I think for the Chargers defense, it was really 
uh, their best game of the season to do that to a red-hot uh, Raiders offense. Yeah, no, and honestly, uh, we're talking about the defense. Now let's jump over real quick to the offense. Uh, they came out quick. Uh, first drive, they come up the field. Uh, Donald Parham's first touchdown of the season. Uh, the Chargers a couple of snaps later come up, drive it, uh, drive the ball up, and then I think it was a touchdown to Jared Cook, I believe. Yeah, it was a Jared Cook touchdown. And they get up to a 14-0 lead, and you're kind of like, okay, what? Uh, so uh, what's going to happen? And then they end up uh, getting – so they end up getting – giving the ball back to the Raiders. And the Raiders on third and – I think it was third and one, they decide to run a fullback blast with Josh Jacobs as their running back. He ends up getting uh, the first down, but then Brandon Saley said, you know what, I'm going to challenge this. Challenges it, first challenge of the season, I think, for the head coach. And he ends up winning it. And you're like, oh, wow, he was short. Ball back to the Chargers, two-minute offense. It run up the field. And uh, Austin Eckler is on a mismatch. Justin Herbert saw it right away on a wheel route. He was against K.J. Hill. K.J. Or K.J. Wright, my bad. K.J. Hill. K.J. Wright, Raiders linebacker, former Seattle Seahawk. And Justin Herbert takes advantage, hits Austin Eckler. And in the first half, they're going in 21-0 to at halftime. And then that's when Joey Bo- uh, Joey Bosa was honest with us today. He said, "There's times where you go. We went into halftime and we thought to ourselves, like on a big lead, and we're like, how? I thought to myself, how are we going to give this up today? And the Chargers came out in the second half. Raiders scored 14 quick points. Gilbert, what did you think after those 14 points were scored? You know what? I, I thought you know today was a big day for the tight end. Speaking of big, these tight ends are, are freaking huge out there for for the Chargers. Big playmakers, and, and we." You know, saw in week one, two, and three, it was Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Keenan Allen was a little quiet for his, for his type of game. Uh, Mike Williams was held to one catch, but Jared Cook stepped up. Donald Parham Jr. stepped up. Even Steven Anderson stepped up with a 34-yard reception on Jared Cook's touchdown. Uh, these tight ends came to play, and, and it wasn't a kind of a big dominant game from the offense, but it just shows you when you maybe your receivers are not on point or when they try to focus on your receivers, you still have your tight ends to kind of show how deep you are as an, are as an offense. And obviously, Austin Eckler had a massive game as well. The running game figured it out today. You know, with just Austin Eckler, the, the, the backup running back's got to figure it out as well. But when you have Austin Eckler rushing for 117 yards and you have three tight ends who are capable of moving the chains, uh, you're fine. I know you want Mike Williams and Keon to, do, to make the plays, but, you know, I go back to what you were saying, Fernando, on the, on the challenge because when they got the ball back, I, it wasn't exactly a two-minute drill. But Justin Herbert got the ball with maybe 245. And that that might have been one of his best drives of the season. I think he completed maybe four or five passes, got him up up down, up down the field. And like you mentioned, they got a 21-0 advantage at halftime. Like you mentioned, Fernando, this team is known for blowing big leads. you got to get up on this team early, uh, especially an explosive offense like the Raiders. So when you go 21-0 at halftime, that was a good sign. Now on the flip side, there are some crucial first, fourth downs. So this team is aggressive they go for touchdowns they're they're scoring in the red zone and they're going for it on fourth down fernando to see that fourth and two from the 50 yard line you think it's automatic not automatic but you think it's a for sure thing that brandon state is going to go for it and when you see jerry cook with our former friend denzel perriman one-on-one uh you like your chances there yeah, no, 100%. I mean, Jared Cook said it was a nice uh, it was a nice pass by Herbert, but it's even better that uh, we're going for it and we're taking these chances. And it's something that Brandon Saley, he is aggressive. He will go for it. He's not scared to. Because, and Justin Herbert, I think, said it because of the personnel that we have. Obviously, we can go for it in those situations. Um, 
the the incredible part about this game is like I said, twenty eight or twenty one to fourteen. It starts getting a little shaky, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Chargers offense stalls. Then they uh, the the Raiders end up driving. Big sack, like Gilbert mentioned, from Christian Covington. He's able to sack. Um, he's able to sack uh, Derek Carr, and they force Daniel Carlson to kick a 52-yard field goal. He misses it, and that's when the momentum the Chargers knew this is it. We need to put the nail in the coffin right now. It is. Hey guys, it is Hall- It is October. It is Halloween month. Nail and coffin, vampire Halloween. <laughs> I th- th- this isn't a lightning. <laughs> lightning, yeah, lightning before the game weather delay, like Gilbert said. Um, so the Chargers knew they needed to put the nail in the coffin and end this game. So they drive up the field, and they end up scoring on an Austin Eckler rushing touchdown. Austin Eckler had over a hundred and I think forty yards of total offense, two touchdowns. Big night from him. Two rock- two times he rocked the guitar. Uh, so it was a big win for the Chargers. Now, obviously, uh, we wanna we wanna we wanna find out from a fan's perspective. So, Gilbert, I think we should go to Dan and Dago and see what he oh, thinks. This should be really good. Did you see that, Charger fans? Did you see that? Just like Kirk Cousins, I have one question for Raider Nation. How do you like that? How do you like me now? Like Toby Keith says, "Woo! Wow!" Raider Nation takes their first fat L at the hands of my boys and the young goat. I just want to say a big shout out to Staley for going on it on those fourth downs. Oh, I, I, every time I think, oh, people are going to say, is this the same old Chargers? Let me tell you something. Staley says, uh-uh, boy, not up in here. Not up in here. We are not the same old Chargers. We're first in the division. I don't know what to say. I'm so hyped. I had so many Raider fans telling me, oh, it's there's so many Raider fans in here, not enough Charger fans. But let me tell you something. I told them, how do you like that? It doesn't matter how many people. Shut your mouth, know your role, and sit down or get the hell out because we just kicked your ass. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm so hyped. I can't remember the last time we were 3-1 and one to start the season. Oh, you know what? I the the best part, how quiet all these loudmouth Raider fans were. And then we go up two scores. We're in victory formation. They headed out of there like the place was on fire. They knew they had one job left, and that was to beat traffic. Both the freak up. Let's freaking go, Charger fans. I was worried too, cause Hilberto picked my team, but not even his. Not even his bad vibes stop us tonight. Nothing can stop us. I feel like the sky's the limit. Let's go! Gilbert, that was a pretty electric Dan and Dago, don't you think? Yeah, you know, I was kind of expecting a fired-up Dan and Dago. You know, he maybe he went a little too, you know, borderline on, on the curse words, but we'll allow it, especially with a big game like that, for the Chargers to win back-to-back games against KC and a red-hot Raiders offense, which was undefeated. Like Dan and Dago mentioned, the first loss... Uh, for the Raiders, and it was a very heavy uh, Raiders crowd, and I'm sure Dan and Dago enjoyed seeing the Raider fans leaving early when there was like two minutes ago. Yeah, and you forgot to mention that Dan and Dago was here for the game. He was able to check it out. So he's, you know, it's Gilbert. It's his actual first game in LA checking it out. So he was excited. I know about that. Um, Gilbert, who? So last week, the, this team ends up giving up a. a they, they gave up 17 unanswered points to the Chiefs. Today they do it to the Raiders, 14 unanswered. What do you think has changed? It seems like the mentality of this team has changed. It's not 
the same old stuff where like well I mean and it's all obviously only four games in we don't want to jump the gun a little bit but like what do you think has changed from these guys that they're able to kind of close like they're able to relax everything they're able to close these games out they're able to get the key interception or or the key something what what what, what where could you put your finger on yeah I, I know it's early fernando 24 games there's an extra a game this year with 17 games so maybe i'm getting ahead of myself but i already sensed the, how different it is this, this is a different uh chargers team with brandon Staley leading the charge he said he's going to be aggressive he's showing it on the fourth downs uh he says he's going to care about situation of football when they needed a touchdown on that two-minute drive, like I mentioned with Herbert, uh, they got it. When they wanted to challenge it, because maybe it seems so simple. They're backed up on their own, you know, whatever, 10-yard line for the Raiders. He challenged the play in the first half where you could have lost a timeout. He trusted his, his guys upstairs. He's using an- analytics, situational football, being aggressive. Everything you wanted to hear from uh, a, a coach in today's football, he is doing it. He is leading the charge. Uh, on Monday Night Football, you're showing to the world that you're not afraid to go for it on fourth and down, that you're being the trendsetter. Yeah, the numbers are saying that teams are going for, for more on fourth down, but I feel like the Chargers might be ahead of the packer right now because I think they're doing it maybe three times a game going for fourth down, and their conversion rate is probably really high. And then I asked Jared Cook, how much are you enjoying going for, going for it on fourth down? And he said that Brandon State has been making the right calls, that he, he should probably have some lottery numbers and play some because Coach Shelley has been hitting it. You know, it's funny, Gilbert. This this win actually, I mean, the last time that they won on Monday Night Football is actually a very, it's very close to my heart because that was the first game that I started interning for covering the Chargers with uh, Spanish radio. And that was the last time that they won. The last time that they won on Monday Night Football, that was my first game ever as an intern. Oh, so yeah. uh, 2013, October, Keenan Allen had two touchdowns, 100 yards. He was a rookie. And that was his coming out party. Like, hey, guys, look, I'm Keenan Allen. I'm I'm a young receiver, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming through. So it was actually a pretty cool moment to know that. Uh, that was, a, like I said, it was a game that uh, is, it was a long time ago, but they were able to get the win. Um, now it's, it's, uh, it's very interesting because I think we have a special guest right now. I think we have a special guest in the LA Times, Jeff Miller. Uh, we want to ask him real quick. Jeff's Jeff, like, I want to go home. Jeff wants to go home, but I got to get him. <laughs> Jeff, what was your key to the victory tonight for these guys? This is the great studio work you guys are doing. You're standing out here in an empty stadium with like, with like a five fans. billion dollar stadium. <laughs> Actually, it is a pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, it's a pretty nice studio. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Key, key to the victory. What, what, what do you? What did you think about this victory today? Uh, you got to be impressed, right? You know, they almost, you know, I think we all thought it was going to go down to the end. They hit it here. They came back. You know, the Raiders come back, and they it's a one-touchdown game. Everyone's, we're all planning to have our lives ruined by what's going to happen <laughs> in the next few minutes, right? And then they uh, get a stop. They get a missed field goal. They come back, and they put the, you know, put the uh, their foot on their throat. It was, it was good to see. Are they making life easier for you now because of all the writing? You don't have to completely change everything? No, no, I want this season to end as quickly as it can so I can get on with others. Jeff, how does it feel making history tonight for the first ever weather delay in a dome stadium? Was that pretty cool? Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, I, you know, I've been doing this for long enough. that I think I may have actually experienced something like this before, but I can't think of it. I know I've been at, like, basketball games that got delayed because of stuff. Uh, like coming up through the floor of like when there's a hockey uh, thing underneath it. Oh, I got one of those like in San Diego. Yeah, Lakers so, and uh, Nuggets or Warriors. 
Seth Curry was slipping all over the floor, and they were like, okay, we can't have our three hundred or $100 million superstar slipping. Let's end the game. Exactly. So that was uh, – I have seen some of that. You know, when you do this, you know, guys, for a century or so that I've been doing this, <laughs> you'll see just about everything. So, yeah. That is the legend, the man, the myth, the legend, Jeff Miller. We're going to let you go, Jeff, so that you can go rest. I know you need your rest. Uh, what time are you going to get up and run tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to have to sleep in a little bit. Okay, tomorrow. so he's, he's sleeping in, folks. Don't expect him to be out there running. We appreciate it, Jeff. Hey, have a good point. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, um, obviously, like Jeff said, it was a good win for these guys. Uh, Gilbert, who are you giving a beer f- uh, out to? Oh, Cerveza tonight. Yeah. Actually, I got a Cerveza tonight uh, from SoFi. Oh, yeah, you gave did. Me a, gave me a Budweiser tonight, so I like that. Uh, you know what? We already mentioned him, so I'm going to go Jared Cook, the tight end. First uh, touchdown with the Chargers. The big play on fourth and two. You know, I should probably go defense, but I thought Jerry Cook really stood out. We've been talking about the chemistry with Justin Herbert and Jerry Cook throughout the whole training camp. And you finally saw it today. 70 receiving yards. I want to say six catches, one TD. Uh, have a cold one on me, uh, Jerry Cook. I'm going to go, Gilbert, with Derwin James safety. I like it. We didn't mention this, but uh, Derwin James was covering Darren Waller. Derek Carr looks his way. He intercepts it and seals the deal. Defense is stepping up. They're they're catching interceptions or getting turnovers that change the game. They did it again tonight. Uh, Derwin James, Gilbert, I told I looked at you in one of those and I go, wow, Derwin James has never been through that same old Chargers kind of talk where they blow a big lead. In 2018, they didn't do that. They were actually the ones behind and they would come back and actually win these games. Um, in 2019, he played the last five games of the season, but the season was basically over. And obviously the last two years, he's uh, well, he's been out the, the for some of these years. So Derwin James deserves it. This team, you can tell the energy. They love having him back. They're excited about him. They're excited about their leader being back. Um, any, anything else you got, Gilbert? I just wanted to mention that uh, Derwin James said this team is complete. They're a complete team, and that's why they're finishing games. Or they're 3-1 and one right now, but... He, he uh, is a modest man. He should have said they're complete because he's on the field. Derwin James is back. This team has really missed him the last couple of years. They are now complete with Derwin James, number 33, on the field. And I love that uh, after he got that reception, he ran on the sideline, took a picture, and started waving at Raider fans. That was kind of funny to see. Yeah, I know, 100%. So it was a good one. But honestly, guys, for the time being, we have to get out of here because if not, they're going to kick us out. It's been raining, weather delays, winds, all this stuff. We're tired. We're going to go home. But, hey, we're going to have the episode up Wednesday morning of Compas on the Beat. We're still doing that even though it's been a late week. It's going to be a long week for both of us. Don't forget to check out our stuff. We got some great stuff coming up for you guys. But for the time being, you know what, Gilbert? It's time. Before they kick us out, let's get out of here. Vámonos. Fernando, I'm missing my paraguas. I don't have my umbrella, but it's time to go. Ya nos vamos, pues vámonos.